Love Talk Radio. Oh, yeah. 
Hallelujah, hallelujah. I don't know about you, but when I think of the goodness of Jesus and all he's done for me, my soul just wants to cry, hallelujah, in this place. I don't know about you, but see, it's hard for me just to, to, to come to any type of normal understanding that based on the life that I've lived, why God is still good to me. Oh, my God, in this place. Hallelujah in this place. Our scripture text today comes from the Gospel of Acts. <laughs> so I want to see where my, where my Bible study people are. Did nobody look funny but the pastor? <laughs> from the book of Acts. See, I, you know, somebody, you know. We're going to see if that Bible study number go up this week. From the... <laughs> comes from the book of Acts, the book of Acts, chapter 20, book of Acts, chapter 20, starting at the ninth verse, the book of Acts, chapter 20, starting at the ninth verse. We're reading 9 through 12, I believe. One more time, it's Acts. It's right after the Gospels. Acts, chapter 20, starting at the ninth verse. And it reads... And there sat in a window, a window, a certain young man named Eutychus, being fallen into a deep sleep. And as Paul was long preaching, he sunk down with sleep and fell down from the third loft and was taken up dead. And Paul went down and fell on him and embracing him, said, trouble not yourselves, for his life is in him. When he therefore was come up again and had broken bread and eaten and talked a long while, even till break of day, so he departed. And they brought the young man alive and were not a little comforted. The word of God is already blessed. Let us pray. Father God, we welcome you into this place. Lord God, have your way in this service on today, God. God, touch each and every individual that has chosen to come out into your house on today, God. Use them for your glory today, God. Touch these musicians, God. Touch these singers today, God. Use them, God. Touch the preacher as he brings the preached word today. God, let it saturate through our hearts, our minds, and our souls so that we may go from this place and do the work of the kingdom, God. Have your way, Lord. Sit down and worship with us on today. Inhabit the praises on today. In Jesus' name. If I had one or two believers, in Jesus' name. Oh, come on, put your hands together and give God some praise. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. And the church said, amen.
some pioneers, some legends, and some new people who are coming to lift the name of Jesus and celebrate Ebenezer's contribution to gospel music and its, uh, at its inception. Also, we are excited that Brother uh, Robert Maravich will be here uh, for a book signing. He will be signing his book, A City Called Heaven. He will be bringing... He will be bringing some books, and I believe he's bringing 20 books, and I think the cost for those books, and he's given Ebenezer an uh, Ebenezer rate of just $25 for that book, and he will sign this. You want to make certain that this book gets on your shelf. I wish I would have known he, w- he was having a special for Ebenezer, because I already got my book, so I had to pay retail, but it's all right, praise the, praise the Lord anyway. And so we're excited. Next Sunday is going to be a wonderful, wonderful celebration. Uh, and to God be the glory for those who have worked uh, to put uh, this on during worship next Sunday. Amen. I also want to mention um, that we have available, we mentioned before that one of our very own, Sister Marion Blackman, has been honored in the gospel magazine, gospel uh, magazine, um, you have that handy real quick? The gospel as one of the one of the most talented uh, musicians in gospel music. The magazine is entitled, it's a very nice magazine, Gospel Music Magazine. And our very own our very own Sister Marion Black, Blackman has a wonderful story written on her. Now, we only have 10 copies of this. If you want to get one, and you should, um, they're asking for a donation for this. This magazine is a high-quality magazine, and it ain't free. Nothing worthwhile is free. And so... I'm not going to set the price, but I, I'd say at least a donation of, I don't want to go cheap, $20. Okay, I only got two people. We only got 10 copies. We only got 10 copies. Now, if we, get, if we, if we sell out of those, then we'll try to get some more. Amen? But we want to support our own. Come on, y'all. We want to support our own. So dig deep. Don't take from your, your tithes and offering, no. But dig deep and let us support our very own. To God be the glory for the recognition. Uh, certainly your gifts will make room for you. Let's continue in worship this morning. Worship Him. Not have ourselves on our minds. 
Concentrate on him. Now that's going to go over somebody's head. You can worship him if you concentrate on him. If you stop thinking about all that other stuff and, and all this, and all, just concentrate on him. Hmm. Maybe, if, maybe if it was back in the, I know I'm going to get in trouble for this. Y'all pray for me. If it was back in the like, you know, late 70s, 80s, and Jeffrey Osborne said, concentrate on you, concentrate on you, maybe that might help some, maybe, maybe, yeah, 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 maybe somebody might remember that, that use that same level of concentration, but now you want to focus on the master, Jesus, mm. worship him, Christ, mm. Christ our Lord. It is offering time, church. It is offering time. Come on, let's celebrate. Let's celebrate our resources. Let's celebrate what we get from the source. Come on now. Let's celebrate our resources. This is your opportunity to give back. First, to give back, give God what you owe. Then it's your opportunity to give what you have. Come on, there's a difference. There's a difference. There's a difference. There's a difference. But it is offering time. We are preparing. Get your hearts and your minds ready uh, for the offering, our ushers are making their way down. For those of you who are online on your screen right now, you should be able to see all of your giving options 
all of your giving options. God bless you, brother. You should be able to see all your giving options uh, on the screen right now. You can uh, text to give. You can go to EbenezerBronzeville.org, EbenezerBronzeville.org, and hit the Give Now button. Uh, you can zell in. That information is on the screen. Uh, you can do all that as well. I'm going to get past. I'm going to get us a cheat sheet, and I'm going to stick it right here. <laughs> So you can remember that number. <laughs> uh, but you can do that as well. Uh, if you feel like, if you, if you feel so inclined, feel free to drop it in the mail. That's right. Snail mail still works. 4501 South Vincennes Avenue, 60653 Chicago, Illinois. Amen. Let us go to the throne in prayer for this offering. Father God, first we say thank you one more time, God, just for being you. God, we just want to lift you and bless your name today, God. Now, for these gifts right now, God, we ask that you would increase them, not just tenfold, even 100-fold on today, God. Bless both the gift and the giver on this day, God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Thank you. 
know God to be faithful this morning. Come on, come on, we call him faithful. Is he faithful?
happened because it talked about glorifying God and not concerned about nobody else looking at me. But I've come to glorify God, to lift the name of Jesus because I know for myself that he's worthy. I said he's worthy. He's worthy. He's worthy to be praised. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. As we continue in our worship. Hallelujah. Before I also call this morning, I want to lift some names. Before I lift those names, I want to just read the card we got to Pastor Person and Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church. Thank you for your thoughts and your prayers during my medical leave and bereavement. From my heart to yours, thanks for being so thankful, thoughtful, with sincere thanks, Susan Anglin. God bless you. We never know what people got to go through just to make it here on Sundays. Is there a witness in the house? Hallelujah. Want to remember in prayer these names, George and Rose Hall, Latima Nathan, niece of many pigs, Reverend Isaac Austin, assistant pastor of Body of Christ, Claudia Davis, Marlena Jackson, who is still progressing. We're lifting up Arthur and Marguerite Jones, parents of Reginald Jones, Deacon Chester Coleman, Elise and Willie Grant. Want to continue to pray for Brother Alfred Moore, who I was able to see on Thursday or Friday, who is still in ICU at Christ, the father of Vicki Jameson and Marnita Easter. We're lifting up Brother Robert Burns, the husband of Ethel Burns. We're lifting, we're praying for Kenneth Sexton. We're lifting in prayer Lorenda Freeman, Christine Brown, Minnie Peggs, who was in charter nursing home. We're lifting in prayer Al and Mary Burton. I had a conversation with Brother Al on Thursday. And he's requesting continued prayer from his faith community. He said he's been going through a lot family-wise, but he knows that there's power in prayer. Is there anybody a witness in here today? We continue to pray for Shirley Anderson and Grace Lee and Deacon James Smith, who's in the building, and Reverend Mary Grant, Sarah Billups, Mary Alexander, praying for Barbara Richards. We're praying for Leroy Simmons, who 
whose residence was shook by a earthquake in California. We're praising God that all are alive. We're lifting up Pat Walton and Mary Sumter this morning. We do love the Lord because we recognize that he heard and hears our cry. And as long as we live, as long as we live, Sister McGee, and troubles rise, troubles going to come sometimes. Hallelujah in this place. But there's the good news. We're going to hasten. We're going to run to his throne. Hallelujah. I'll hasten to his throne. I'm just going to say this, and I'll have her just sing, Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy upon the names that have been lifted. Lord, you know all about them. You know what they stand in need of. And God, we're trusting and we're believing that your will is going to be done. So God, we say, have mercy. Have mercy right now. Have mercy in those hospital rooms. Have mercy in those residences. Have mercy in their bodies. God, we thank you today. Hear our cry. Hear our plea. For it's in Jesus' name and for his sake we pray. Amen. Come on. I love the Lord, for he has heard my cry, and he Take care of you. Take care. 
his throne. I'll hasten to his throne. I'll hasten to his throne. That song is a song that calms troubled spirits. It is a song that would cause the hearer to say, I'm going to go on and see what the end is going to be. Because no matter what comes, no matter what experiences we have, we'll hasten to his throne. And somebody said that when we come to the throne, that we come boldly. Yeah, yeah. Trusting and believing that God will hear and God will deliver. If I got any church folk up in here, you ought to know what I'm talking about this morning. Oh, I wish, I wish, I wish. Oh, I wish. I wish for God's people to understand what a friend we have in Jesus. Hallelujah. I want to read yet again that text, the 20th chapter, 9 through 12. And there sat in a window a certain young man named Eutychus, being fallen into a deep sleep. And as Paul was longing, was long preaching, he sunk down with sleep and fell from the third loft and was taken up dead. Paul went down and fell on him and embracing him said, trouble not yourselves for his life is in him. When he therefore was once come up again and had broken bread and eaten and talked a long while, even till break of day, so he departed. And they brought the young man alive and were not a little comforted. I want to speak 
from this text asleep on the job asleep on the job I'm checking to see who's asleep right now asleep on the job it's always always it always helps to know a bit of the background when reading God's Word so if you would allow me to paint a bit of a picture this morning as we look at this text Paul was on his second missionary journey motivated by a dream in which he saw a man of Macedonia saying, come over and help us. Obedient to the vision that God had given to him, Paul traveled to Troas, a city named after the ancient city of Troy on the coast of Mycenae. And in the northwest part of Asia Minor, which is modern-day Turkey, it was Paul's very first trip there, but it would not be his last. For we know in God's word that on a subsequent journey, he left his cloak and some books there. Macedonia needed help converting those in Asia Minor to the gospel of Jesus Christ. And Paul went at great risk of his own life. Several men went ahead of him and waited for him. And while Paul took a roundabout journey to avoid Syria, where the Jews laid wait for him, he understood that missionaries during that time put their lives at great risk. Even today, missionaries are being imprisoned, maimed, and even murdered for their attempt to spread the good news. So Paul was not only a passionate preacher, he was also very zealous and brave, eager to reach as many souls as he could in his lifetime. When Paul got to Troas, he agreed to spend seven days preaching to unbelievers and teaching new converts. Six days had passed. It was now Sunday morning, the day day before their departure. This was Paul's last chance to gather with his disciples and his followers to break bread and to preach his last sermon of this trip. If you were in Troas, And it was your last chance to hear the great missionary Paul preach. What would you do? What would you do? Now, don't fool me now. I I, I need honest folk today because we can hardly finish a five-day revival these days. No matter who is the guest preacher. In fact, two or three day revivals are far more popular and some churches have eliminated revivals altogether. But these followers showed up. They wanted to garner all of the wisdom they could from this itinerant preacher known as one of the greatest converts from Judaism. In fact, Paul's preaching was so good that they stayed until midnight 
they stayed to midnight. And you know, as a preacher, a fellow preacher, I wish I could talk to Paul today. Because my first question would be, how did you keep those people awake for that many hours? Because the truth of the matter is, if I said to you right now, I was going to preach today till midnight, some of you all would raise that Baptist finger and tip out right now. Others would just simply take a long nap. And that's just what this young man in our text did. We don't know much about the young man named Eutychus. What we do know is that he remains recorded in infamy as a young man who fell asleep on the job and consequently fell from a third floor window. That's not exactly the legacy anyone desires to leave behind. He was there to worship with his fellow converts but he fell asleep on the job. He was there to learn and grow, but he fell asleep on the job. He was there to be a witness and to convert sinners in the midst uh, to Christ, but he fell asleep on the job. He was appointed uh, uh, to start and lead devotion, but he fell asleep on the job. He he came to count the church's money, but he fell asleep on the job. We're here today for the same reason. We come to worship the Lord. We come to learn. And we come to grow, we come to witness to those among us who may not know what Christ offers the sinner. If we forsake assembling together, how can we ever be effective witnesses for Christ? Here we are, gathered in one room for just an hour or two. We come to worship, we come to learn, and we come to witness. And some of us are already mentally sound asleep. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. I want to worship pastor, but the kids won't be quiet. I I want to grow. But the truth of the matter is, I was up late last night, binge watching. I, I want to witness, but I'm sitting next to someone who's already asleep. Of course, those are just excuses to cover up the real fact that we may simply have lost the passion for our purpose. But don't worry, there was hope for Eutychus, and surely there is hope for us. For Paul restored Eutychus to life by the power of the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit can do the same for us today. And so today we begin looking more closely at the duties and the responsibilities of every single believer. Turn to your neighbor and say, he means that's you. 
You know I don't do that too often. Y'all don't y'all didn't do that right. So y'all y'all don't do that. So, that means you. Our first duty, our first responsibility, and we've been talking all month about it in Bible study and, and uh, 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 Sunday school, is to worship the Lord. Now, before you start clapping, I didn't say attend worship. Our first duty is to worship the Lord. We're not coming here like we're trying to rack up reward points and get a prize. Our first duty is to love the Lord with all our heart, our soul, and our mind. That's worship. For when you love God that much, you'll show up not to show out, but to gather with the assembly of saints who share your love for the Lord. The psalmist describes the act of perfect worship this way. He says, oh, come let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our maker, for he is our God. And we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his head. Anybody know that word? But the psalmist also describes the motivation for worship. He says, because thy loving kindness is better than life. My lips shall praise thee, and I will worship and praise thy name for thy loving kindness and for thy truth. My lips shall praise thee. My lips. You see, Ebenezer, worship is celebration. It's a celebration of God's everlasting love, his abundant mercies, and his sufficient grace. If you are a sincere worshiper, you came here today not just to receive, but to return. Not just to get, but to give. Not to be blessed, but because you are already blessed. You've come not with a petition on your lips, but with a present in your hands. Not with problems, but with praises. Not with troubles, but with thanksgiving. Not with grasping hands, but with a full heart. Jesus, Jesus taught his disciples how to worship. We know it as the Lord's Prayer. But in that prayer is the divine order of worship. But first we praise God, our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And after we express our worship of God, then we offer our petitions and requests. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. 
God wants us to assemble for worship because worship, get this, is transforming. For when we worship, sorrow turns to joy. When we worship, defeat turns into victory. When we worship, obstacles turn into opportunities and burdens turn into blessing. When we worship, we know that God is able. So if you're sitting here right now, you need to raise your hands in gratitude. Open up your mouth in praise. Bend your knees in reverence and lift your eyes in adoration for he is worthy he's worthy we need to bow our head in submission and allow the Lord to bathe your soul in humility and mold your heart in love duty is to learn and to grow to learn and to grow. Too many miss too much by not staying awake and alert. If we don't pay attention, how can we ever learn about the peace that passes all understanding? Or the friend who sticks closer than a brother. God has unimaginable secrets to share that will strengthen us when we learn to listen to his word. And after having listened, submit to his authority. But God will teach us how, how to carry our burdens, how to face our trials, how to overcome our temptations, how to change our circumstances, and how to keep our commitments. That's why believers should immerse themselves in God's word. God has to minister to us for we can minister to others. How, how, Ebenezer, can we inspire others? How can we inspire others until we have first been inspired ourselves? God has to teach us before we can teach others. He has to strengthen and encourage us before, before we can strengthen and encourage others. We learn and we grow through our life's experiences and the application of God's word. Noah learned to follow God's instructions during a flood. Moses learned God's law on Mount Sinai. Daniel learned to trust God in the lion's den. The three Hebrew boys met the Son of God in the fiery furnace. Elisha learned to patiently live in the shadow of Elijah. And Stephen learned to lean on the Lord, even unto death. And Paul learned about the power of the Holy Spirit in prison. I want you to know, Ebenezer, you're being prepared right now. You are being prepared right now to be a great ambassador for Christ. Oh, be a witness for the Lord. 
For you are learning, not just through the study of God's word, but through your own life experiences that God is who he says he is. You are learning that God's spirit is able to sustain you through every trial. Is there a witness in this house? And your brewing testimony is just what's needed for some unbelievers out there who are lost. If you are learning, you are growing. So don't fall asleep on the job. Finally, it's our duty to witness and convert. We learn and grow so that we can share. Christ said, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works. Not the pastor's good works, not the deacon's good works, but your good works and glorify your father, which is in heaven. You see, Ebenezer, we've got to get busy because the harvest is truly plenteous. But the labors are so, so few. You Titus fell asleep on the job. He became weary listening to the preacher Paul. And because he was sitting in a third floor window, when he slumped in sleep, he fell to his death. We know that he was dead because the word says that he was taken up. And that expression means that they moved his body probably indoors. And thank God Paul stopped preaching long enough to fall on him and embrace him with the power of the Holy Spirit. Then Paul went back upstairs to celebrate the Lord's Supper. And he preached until dawn. And the word says that they brought Eutychus alive. And we're not a little comforted. In other words, a wave of awesome joy swept through the crowd. Anybody glad that they saved today? Is there any joy in the room that God raised you from a spiritual dead? Let me tell you that when the life of God is breathed into the life of a person, there is great joy. As believers, we should be throwing ourselves upon the lost of the world to impart the Spirit of God in them. We've been commissioned to do just that. Jesus said, as my Father, as my Father have sent me, even so send I you. What will it take to get sleeping Christians out of their slump. It takes the Spirit of God. I said it takes the Spirit of God. It takes the Holy Spirit. For the Holy Spirit can revive our well-worn testimony and breathe spiritual life into our hearts. Then it will bear witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. There's a story that's told that John Hopkins University did a study of the sleep patterns of humans and found that when a person is in deep sleep, his breathing becomes very shallow. 
So many Christians are in a deep sleep, and their spiritual breath has become very shallow. It's not that they can't breathe. It's just that they won't breathe in the full spirit of God. And so I say to you today, Ebenezer, wake up, Christians. Wake up out of your deep sleep and breathe in the fullness of the Holy Spirit. Then get busy. For Jesus said, I must work the works of him that sent me. While it is day, that night cometh when no man can work. As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. But Christ is not in the world anymore, at least not bodily. He has passed his light to you. Do you hear what I say this morning? He has passed his light to you. Now you are the light of the world. That's why we could sing a long time ago that this little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. I like this part. Everywhere I go, I'm going to let it shine. Let it shine. Let it shine. Let it shine. Let your light shine. Don't get caught sleeping on the job. Wake up and do the work. Share your testimony with your neighbors. Share your testimony with your co-workers. Share your testimony with your family. Share your testimony with everyone you meet because you are only responsible for sowing the seeds of faith. This is not about me, but this is about we. We need to work. And we need to work harder for the kingdom of God. We need to do better in our communities. We need to do better in our homes. We need to do better in our cities because we have the light of God. We have the light of God. And I'm not going to let nobody dim my light. I'm not going to let you put out my light. Because this uh, little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. Don't fall asleep. Don't fall asleep. You know we used to sing a song. Pass me not, O gentle Savior. Hear my humble cry. Some of us can't sing that song because the Lord's going to pass us by because we're going to be asleep. When it comes back, will he find us working? Will he find us laboring? Will he find us kingdom building? We don't want the Lord to pass us by. We're going to open the doors to the church. Is there one? Don't be asleep. Now is the time. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Y'all bring that same energy and more next Sunday. That same energy and more next Sunday. Because that is our cry. Lord, don't pass us by. Yeah. Don't pass Ebenezer by. Hallelujah. Because he can't do it. He can go someplace else. Nah, come on, Will. Will. Mm. Huh. What they say, Minister Dr. King is quickening in my spirit. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Hallelujah. That's all right. That's all right. Yay. Please, please, please forgive me. Thank you, Dr. Maxine. Forgive my electronic devices that either copied over or whatever my prayer list uh, or my bad eyesight, whichever one works. But I forgot to mention uh, in on our list, Doris Robinson. We want to lift her in prayer. That is the cousin of Beverly Stinson who has been a long time, is a long time member of Ebenezer and who takes care of her pastor real well. Thank you so very much. We want to intercede on behalf of your cousin. I grew up in a time where cousins were like sisters and brothers. Well, still is. Still is. And if something happens to any of my cousins, it's like happening to one of my brothers or my sisters. And so we have that same kind of love intensity for cousins. I want to continue to pray for Odell Lee, the nephew of Freddie Boyd, and Linda Hill, the daughter of Deacon James Smith. And I forgot to even pray or mention my wife, Dr. Pamela, praying for traveling mercies as she returns from Baltimore for a conference that she had to attend. It's just been me and a dog this weekend. Just me and a dog. Me and a dog had to cook dinner. Me and a dog had to go for a walk. Oh, y'all don't got pets. Y'all don't understand. So I'll be glad <laughs> when she arrives this evening. To God be the glory. Ebenezer, let's have a great rest of the day. Let's have a great next Sunday. Come come with your embers burning. Come with your embers burning. Don't y'all make Minister King have to work so hard to get y'all excited and in and, and a celebratory mode for worship. Amen. We ain't putting on no show, but we are worshiping God with fervor and with energy. Let's stand to our feet. And now unto him who's able to keep us from falling, to him who's able to present us before his Father with exceedingly great joy, to the all-wise God be dominion and power, honor and glory. Now, henceforth, and forevermore is our prayer. And all of God's people said, Amen. Thank you.
if you want the Gospel Magazine, please see Brother Stanley Stover. If you want to get a copy of that Gospel Magazine, we want to sell out. It's only $20 donation we're asking for. Please, please let us support our own.
One more day I will say 
gonna tell you oh, how I made it Remember this one? For all those lonely times. 
If you do, we're just singing along with it.
doesn't define itself. You don't really have a lane to choose from. So great job by Justin Fields understanding that. The pressure step mark is the step that you're using to put your pressure to propel your momentum.